I believe we are all hardwired to be creative. And the thing that makes us uniquely human is our creativity. Welcome to The Spark with Coco the Inspirationist. Join me for conversations with inspiring humans tapped into their creativity and solo chats as I get to know my own. Whether you're looking to spark inspiration, reconnect with your inner creative, or you're just starting to get to know your creative self, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Spark. to be so depleted and then get to do this podcast but oh that's okay I think energetically our energies will align not to worry (laughs) (laughs) is spring coming up for you okay so we moved on um memorial day last year and so we like came right into springtime but we had had a spring in Philly. So we had two Springs, which was kind of mind blowing. Like I understand how it works, uh, you know, like living in different places, but it was really weird to experience it all over again. And so this, I'm just in the like mode of like waiting, like I'm super excited to watch our, our, like, so we're surrounded by trees and I can't wait to see the leaves come out, the ferns start growing. Like we're starting to plan. Oh, you're going to love this. We are building a platform out in the woods for playing on. And then I was like, wait a second, it needs (laughs) to be big enough to put a yoga mat on because like, am I living my best life? If I have like a (laughs) yoga platform in the middle of the woods, Uh right? Can I be inc- I mean, I might fly out there just to go on your, your yoga oh, platform. <laughs> we should, yes. I mean, I have visions of like retreating with my friends here and just like doing all the things, but, um, yeah, I'm excited to see the, um, the woods come alive, like everything come alive, but just really, it's almost like, I don't remember what it looks like because I've only been through this once, you know? So we're just patiently waiting, like no buds on the, like maybe the tiniest buds we're, we're still months away. Um, but that's okay because at least the, the temperatures are mild. So Mm. the kids are outside, like they're in the woods and Felix is my youngest and he is like a whole year older legs are longer, you know, now he's five and he is like out, he's out, (laughs) which is awesome. Like I mean, what a gift to give my kids that they can just go into the woods indefinitely. Like, I don't care how long you're out there for. Yeah. Um, it's so great. It's so Their great. Their brain development with that is just. Oh my beautiful. gosh. I know. <laughs> I know. So I'm trying to uh, remember that when I feel guilty that during, you know, I'm, I'm launching this podcast and you know, I just Felix is like watching TV right now with a oh. snack and I'm just like. <laughs> you know, how many times a day and I had an hour of therapy just a little while ago. So he's already like, you know, like, yeah, but, (laughs) but, but it's okay. It's okay. Because he's seeing me do this work and this is important work. So true. And then, yeah, it's all balanced together. Well, it's so nice to see your face and I appreciate you doing this over again with me. Um, Oh, of course. Yeah. It's so interesting how it all went down because I was on fire before I thought I was on fire before for the podcast, but now I'm just like completely like clear what I want to talk about. Um, You know, the first season is all about surrendering. Maybe we could just start with, um, if you could introduce yourself, tell me, you know, what you do professionally, what you do, you know, that really lights up your, your soul. Okay. Well, I am Stacy and I run Stacy Joy Yoga, which is a trauma informed based yoga brand where I take one-on-one clients and just support and walk with them through reconnecting to the body after trauma has broken that connection. And so it's all research-based yoga that is designed to just um, 
meet them exactly where they're at and reconnect those neural pathways, right? Um, It takes a lot of just little tiny subtle work to do that, but it is something I am so passionate about. I love, I've done it for a year and a half now, Um, maybe almost two years. So getting into it, especially after that year of COVID and kind of slowing it down. Um, So I do that. And then I also try and every once in a while, just put up some fun, creative piece of um, education about that connection of mind and body on Instagram and just create this warm space with lots of warm colors and soothing um, pictures and design on Instagram. So that is my like flow. Sometimes it like just flows out of me and it just goes on and you'll see lots of posts and stories from me. And then other times it just kind of take a step back and uh, reconnect myself too. But then on the other side, I'm also an event manager. So I travel the world uh, event managing, which was on pause all last year. And so just getting back to it a little bit in this coming year. So I've done that for over 11 years now. Cool. Yeah. So this trauma is it called trauma enforced yoga, a yoga informed, informed yoga. Yeah. Um, and I had never really, I mean, I've done plenty of yoga, but I just didn't understand the depth that you can reach with a professional like yourself and really like scientifically connecting mind and body. Um, you know, we got connected through our friend, your graph, our, you know, our friend, (laughs) your graphic designer. And, um, and it was really my first, like, I didn't know it existed. And then I've loved watching you develop your brand and invite people into understanding what you do. And, um, I just, I feel like I have a really good sense, like a good eye for seeing, creative people, you know, you, sometimes people don't identify as being a creative though. I believe everybody has a creative self (laughs) and it's just whether or not you're willing to nurture and nourish it. But I can tell that you do a beautiful job in stringing together the work work, you know, the (laughs) yoga work, and then the creating that soft space. I think that's that's beautiful. Do you identify with being a creative? Oh, that's a good question. And also, thank you. Um, it's nice to hear someone sees that too. Um, you know, it's funny. I have a huge history of very creative families. So, um, it's like part of our DNA. I feel like, like my great grandparents did all painted all the sets for the old Hollywood movies. Whoa. And it just, then my other grandpa was once he retired as an engineer, learned how to paint and just love painting. And so it comes through both my dad's side and my mom's side. So it was always very highly, uh, I don't know, develop but as a side piece. Everyone else was lawyers and engineers and all of that. And so um, it's always been a part of me as a side piece. You know, it's like sure. do your do the real job. I say that in quotes because <laughs> I'm like the truth, right? Um, and then also develop that creative piece. So I'm starting to now see that's not just a side of me that can be in everything that I do, you know? So that's a long winded answer. (laughs) No, that was good. Cause at the very end I got chills because that's, that's what it is. It's like living with this creative self inside of you, like you're curating your everything, right? So from your home to the way you approach parenting to, you know, the pictures you take for Instagram, to the posts you make, to, you know, the energy you bring to your practice, to, to how you set your studio up. Like all of that to me falls under creativity. And while you were talking about your grandparents being painters and, you know, I had a, an aunt that was a professional watercolor artist Mm -hmm. and she had this insane, um, she was just prophetic. She just had 
she just painted and painted and painted and painted like every wall in every home of all my family members was covered and she was incredible. But you know, that was like the one person I had in my life that was quote unquote creative or an artist. And nobody did this like purposefully, but it just kind of, I, I just kind of got the programming that you pick one thing. Cause I've, I've never, I mean, I'm sure she did other things, but I've never been, she died when I was young and we like from there, we lost connection with okay. her husband. Like it just kind of, yeah. you know, went away and I'm sure she did other things. But to me as a child, all I saw was like, the exact same thing over and over and (laughs) over. And so I started to internalize that. And, and so there's two things here. One is I finally have embraced being a Mm multi-passionate and now I feel like I am completely (laughs) like, I want to just be, I want to do whatever I want to do. Like right now in this moment, I'm pretty obsessed with stop motion video. Are you? Yeah. It's been so fun to see that show up on your, your, uh, social media. Oh, and, and, and so, and to just like uh, embrace it as something I can do to, to express myself. Stop motion has been an incredible way for me to learn how to do something and do it to serve me. And it's not like, you know, I could hear over the last couple of days, like, oh, in my, in my head, like, oh, wow, you're really good at this. And you've only done it like four times. So, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like the programming of like, oh, maybe other people will hire you to do this. And, and I'm just like, no, this is, this is why this is for me. Always like, go there. Yeah. Like, no, I don't need to make a, a career out of this one thing. The beauty is, is that I'm multi-passionate and I can take my message, which currently right now is launching the podcast and make all these beautiful little videos that convey that message in a special way. And so multi-passionate ism, uh, is such a superpower to me, but I didn't always feel that way. And then Mm -hmm. also having, that said that you had those people in your life that were creative, like in my family dynamic, it was like, we could point to the people that were creative. And then it was as if they got the genetics of being creative. (laughs) And then there are other people that didn't get it. Yes. Like they're like set apart. Like they're, they're right. (laughs) You know, and like my dad, like my dad, had it. My mom didn't. And Mm -hmm. it was like this on off. You have it. You have, you don't. And I think, you know, I think that that's just missing the point completely. Mm -hmm. I think that we all have a creative self. So my mom would say like, Oh, your dad is create. You know, your dad's artistic. It, the word it was the word artistic. Yes, that was going through in my family too at times. Yeah, and and the yeah. thing is, is my mom would create beautiful food and homes and gardens and but she could never <laughs> she see that. No, no. Like if you ask her to the stage, she would say she's not creative. And <laughs> so to me, it just it just feels like we're missing it completely. And then since we're missing it, we're not nourishing it. We're not seeing it for what it is and giving it the nutrients that it needs, you know? No, I see that. And so, and, and like pulling it apart from like professional artist to just feel that like creativity is inside all of us. I think it's what makes us uniquely human. And once we've acknowledge that, then we can go and start to think like, well, what, what are the things that inspire me and nurture that creative side? Because I kind of, I liken it to uh, compost. It's like you yeah. put all these seemingly unrelated things in, and then you get this gorgeous soil from which beautiful things grow. Right. But if you don't nourish that compost bin with all these different things, like if you just yes. put like leaf litter in, and you don't put in the banana peels and the grass clippings, like it's not going to get what it needs. And so I think that taking it from like an outside, like either you have it or you don't Mm -hmm. either you're creative or you're not to like, we all have it. And it's just a matter of like, Oh, that person nourishes their creativity Mm -hmm. and that person 
isn't choosing to, you know? So do you, is there anything that, that, you know, gets you into a flow or that like creates that kind of open receptive place for you? Hmm, that is, uh, I feel like I've been wondering about that lately because I feel like I've been in a bit of a dry spell with it. Um, and I've noticed it's because my, my schedule and my mind is too full. It's, and so I know from experience that if I can give myself a little space and that, that space looks like a lot of different things to me, that's either I don't turn the music on when I sit down to my desk to create and I let it be quiet yeah, or that's, I, um, put a pause on scheduling new things to my business or taking in new clients, or it's even getting out to a coffee shop and hiking around space with other people, or it's getting out in nature. So it's a landscape space, you know, where I'm not in my neighborhood, my subdivision, I'm out and there's space between the trees and the sky and all of that. And then that creativity just kind of flows in. So I say space in a multifaceted way there. Um, and it does, it just nourishes, mm. um, that creativity. Yeah. I, space is a huge thing for me. And, and in, in all the ways you just said, so like outside space, cause I feel like there's, you know, we're, we're human beings. It's in our DNA to be in nature. And we've created all these little boxes that we live in away from (laughs) nature. And maybe we put plants on the inside, but like, there's no denying when you go into nature and get that space that it's just so nourishing. Right. Mm -hmm. But you're right about space, like, um, like cognitive space and that noise. Like I am totally guilty of Anytime I go to do a task, like it doesn't matter if it's like a household task or a creative task. It's like, what can I listen to? What pod can I listen to? I love podcasts, which is why why I'm so happy to be making my own because it's just, it is speaks directly to me. And so podcasts or music or, and yeah, I've been challenging myself to just not. And Mm -hmm. gosh, it's just, it's like a, sometimes it's just like, an opening. It's just such an opening where, you know, we think that these things are nourishing us, but there's, there's like a line where it's like nourishment or numbing, you know, mm-hmm. filling that space all yeah. the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely feel that too. And another piece that kind of ties into the work that I do with yoga is that, um, let me see if I can find this quote here. It is so, um, beautiful. It, it it goes along with the lines of if you can feel your heart rate, you can actually feel it in your chest. You can hear your breath breathing in and out of your nose and maybe you feel your toes. And then it, it opens up this healing space because you're in your body and your body is the only thing that's in the present moment. Your mind gets to think about the the past and the future and all of that. And so when you can get into the body, just like that, it's so simple. We make it this huge thing in our mind, but just listen to your breath. And so that, that connection, that is another way to get spaced, right? Because the mind slows down it's yeah. not thinking all the thoughts, jumping, jumping, jumping. It's just right there. And so that is something that if I can get to that place after a yoga practice or even just a simple stand up, jump around, take a walk, get in the garden, whatever it is, that that will just nourish and like heal that creativity. Because sometimes I feel like I get it, my creativity what's the word? Damn, it's not damage, it's just kind of a little bit like. Um, do you know what I'm saying? Like stuck, like it feels stuck and kind and all of that. And that just kind of opens and breaks it apart for me. So that's another way I try to find my creativity. That's so great. Um, one more comment on space. I feel like moving your furniture around or like Mm. organizing your desk or creating a new little space in your house, like the the range of scale doesn't matter. It's like, it could be just like organizing your desk or moving furniture around. And it's just like, I think it's like a newness and like a revival just 
it always, I mean, I'm very aesthetically motivated. Yeah. I, I love having my space look a certain that. way. <laughs> um, you know, I've kind of like changed the, the framing of that from being like fussy to just like, there are certain ways I like things to look to help oh, my I brain be. So you used to always think you were fussy about. Yeah. Like, I feel like it could, live. it could, um, it could creep into that easily <laughs> if I, if I, if I were too rigid about it, but now I just, I own it. I own it. Like, and I don't put it on anybody else. Yes. My family knows that like keeping tidy is important, but not important for me, for mom, as much as like, it's, part of our teamwork. Like we all have to, to maintain this house, but you know, when I get very particular on like how the pillows are arranged or like (laughs) how these little vignettes all around the house are styled, that's for me to nourish my creative self. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to own that. And I'm going to delight in that. And I'm not going to expect, like, I, I feel like through the years I've like expected my husband to remember just exactly how I have things <laughs> placed. And I'm, I'm always just like, you make the bed every morning, like, and you don't put the pillows in the exact spot that I want them. Like, <laughs> why don't you see that? And, and, and I was finding myself getting like annoyed. And, and I realized through this last like six months that like, those are the, those are the moments for me. Clearly they're not for him. You know, like <laughs> clearly doesn't even see it. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah, like there are I, other things that delight him that he yeah, nourishes yeah. himself with. But for me, I'm going to own that with a loving, open heart, not like a disgruntled, you're not doing <laughs> it the right way heart, you know? Come on. <laughs> right. So I just yeah. think space in general is so helpful with creativity and yeah. Um, you're right about getting into like new spaces, like, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have to be like completely new to you, but just switching it up and, and changing your scenery is just absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So you said you create like, new spaces in your home. Do you have any that you're working on right now or a new one yeah. that you just made? Um, well, so I used to have this, so I'm facing a window right now and this is my desk and I used to have the, be- see that headboard. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really tall headboard and I used to have it like splitting the room and um kind of making this like my office. Oh. And when I first moved here I I loved that because um I just I want my own office. Space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, space. Um and I don't have that. Um okay. but then I realized that it was cutting off so much light to the room. Mm. And, um, that's another thing. That's like a theme in my life is like lightness. So whether it's like the feeling of lightness or light coming through or spark, you know, like uh-huh. just like all that <laughs> stuff is so, um, nourishing to me. And so I decided to move the room around and it's just flooding the room with light now. And it makes me want to, I wasn't, being in this space anymore. I was being in another room that has light. And I'm just like, what am I doing? I'm like creating. So yeah, I, and I always have projects going like, um, my landing where my front door is, I'm going to paint a mural. I'm in the middle of painting a mural. I'm a, I'm a multi-passionate. So, (laughs) (laughs) and I've definitely through the years, I've definitely given myself crap that I like can't not so much finished things. I, like, you know, I get like super inspired to do something. And then it, it, I think it's natural to like trail off um, <laughs> and have like, you know, have like visions for, for different projects going on. Um, but now it's like, I will find the inspiration to either finish or start that when, when it's here and flowing with that inspiration, I call it inspired action, like taking inspired action. I have been just kind of like really committing my life to it, you know, from anywhere from like an idea for my business, you know, taking it further than just writing it down, Um, (laughs) you know, like actually implementing it in that moment of inspired action um, or like reaching out to somebody that came through. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. you know, why is this person on my brain? take that moment. And, and I think that there is a transfer of energy that happens when you take inspired action that is different than like, 
okay, on Thursday, I have to call so-and-so, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. no, we're going to, I'm feeling this right now. And that I feel like that, that transfers. Um, so taking inspired action is a big piece of my puzzle right now because, um, but I'm realizing that my brain specifically is filled with ideas more than maybe most people's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I think the more I share the stuff I'm working on, you know, and all these, when I take inspired action and share these little things, these little things that I'm making, the more I'm realizing that, well, the thing is, is like, the more you use your creativity, the more you, you have available, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're not using it, you know, it kind of like gets dehydrated, right? And, and you just need to water it just like, anything else, just like physical activity, just like stretching your muscles, mm -hmm. like everything, you know, loses its, its luster if you don't give it attention. So I feel just a hundred percent committed. And I'll tell you what it is bleeding and overflowing. <laughs> in, bleeding feels like the wrong word, but over, <laughs> overflowing into all my other family members. Like my husband has taken up, um, film photography. Oh, has he? Yeah. Oh, and now we're okay. like, I, I keep finding us like in conversations of like him describing a shot to me where I'm just <laughs> like, oh my gosh, tell me, you know, like finally, <laughs> finally, this isn't like one way where I'm just like, like There's a back and forth. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. I was like, I'll, I'll talk to you about photography all day. Cause I, <laughs> I just, you know, being a multi-passionate, I just like, I have design eyes for all sorts of things. Right. So, um, and I just think that the more that we have been, I've been thinking about this lately. It's like, what is it about creativity? Like, why is it that I feel so strongly that creativity is like so foundational? And I think it's because when people show, it doesn't matter like what, what, uh, arena they're in when they're tapped fully into that, like rooted, creative self and feel confident to just like bring their creativity to the surface. It gives other people permission to do the same because I think we might be holding back our most creative selves out of, I don't know, perfectionism that it's been like, kind of like adulted out of us. It's been, you know, not prioritized. I mean, unless you're like in the group of working <laughs> artists, I, I feel like like, I want to talk to the people like you, you're a, a yoga instructor, but I can see that there is creativity. I, I think the best businesses are built just woven with creativity, right? Like those are the ones that connect the most. They're the ones that, and I think it's because you're sharing yourself. You're not just like, um, using other people's work when you're weaving your own stuff in, you're weaving your story, you're weaving your, your experiences and what you've learned and, and your curiosity. I just think it's, I think that's magnetic. I really do. And I think that if more people did it, that it would give more per people permission to do it. And I think we'd just be like collectively happier. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. You know, it's funny about that. Just there's a few things that have tied in since you started talking is that label of that you are creative, creative, and then that nourishment of creativity. And then as an adult, it gets kind of labeled out of you or adulted out of you. So my, I met my husband in college and we wanted to take a couple just classes together. So we started like a Photoshop class and a photography class. And he had always been in sports and there's a creativity piece to that as well, but it had his creativity had never been labeled <laughs> really to him ever. And we started, and so I never saw him as a creative. We started these classes and I realized I had always been labeled as a creative kind of growing up. Oh, she's just artistic or she's sensitive. She just has that creative soul or whatever. And so I had taken that label on and just assumed, oh, I'm creative and I didn't nourish it. So we get into these creative classes and my now husband and boyfriend had been developing that without a label. And he had a friend who was into film and they would just 
have fun doing photography and film and all of that. And so we get in these classes and I was just shocked and almost like it drew my creative side out because I realized, wow, I had just been relying on the label and not on the like little tiny necessary work that it takes to create that side. And so we played off of each other and had so much fun. And then that has been a little bit of a staple through our lives that some people don't even know about us, the photography that we take on our trips and we challenge each other of like, what shot can you get? Oh my gosh. You know, and like, who can get the better shot? We were just (laughs) doing that in Bar Harbor. And yes, it's, you know what? And the thing I think I would like to point out about that is the whole purpose of this podcast is, is not to like talk about how to make your business better so you can monetize it. And, you know, like it is like, it is allowed to just be yours. You know, it, it doesn't have to be monetized or put on social media, but the fact that you guys have that, I think that's so special. And, um, and I know that the more you water that, that will yeah. grow. Right. <laughs> um, but I think that's beautiful. That's really yeah. cool. So it's fun. So I just, I love I love that because it is that label piece versus that development piece of it too. And then, you know, when you're around others who are creative, it feeds your creative soul because it's not that it's a competition. It's just, it's almost an inspiration instead of that competition piece, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I think that the more you hang around with creative people, the more creative you'll become. And even, even the word creative, like, I've never, I've just, (laughs) I've just recently been using it as a noun. Like it's, it's always been an adjective, but now I'm like, I am a creative full Mm -hmm. stop. Like, yes, whatever you're assuming I'm going to, I could probably enjoy that, you know? (laughs) And, uh, that's given me such permission to just, because when I was for, I mean, I'm all self-taught for all the things, um, And when I first started out, it was like hand lettering and graphic design. And I got really stuck in like, I'm a hand lettering artist. And, (laughs) you know, and actually when I, when I went to like do this podcast before, I felt really compelled to be like, I'm a hand lettering artist and graphic (laughs) designer and, 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 and it's just like, yeah, I love hand lettering, which the piece of artwork for this season is, is gorgeous. And I'm so proud of it. And I just am so thrilled that I've developed this skill that I can now support my words with Mm -hmm. this, you know, and the theme with the podcast, uh, the first season is all about surrendering and, uh, which we should probably speak to, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and, um, and then the piece of art is let it be easy. And it just has been my mantra throughout this whole process of getting this out into the world. Um, but I no longer feel like I need to identify like as a lettering artist, because I just <laughs> like, if you're here, then you know that I do these things, you know, and I'm not looking to promote that. All I am looking to do is to express myself in all the ways. So I feel yeah, I, I, I'm so happy I landed on just like, I'm a creative. And right now, currently, I'm really into podcasting and hand lettering and stop motion. <laughs> <laughs> and that will change for sure. But, you know, now um, let's kind of switch gears. The gateway. Yeah. Yeah. Let's switch gears. And um, I would love to know what comes up for you when I say the intersectionality of surrendering and creativity, what comes up? Is there like a story or a moment or just some, some sort of like, I don't know, philosophy or intention. I'd love to hear. Hmm. I'm taking a moment to think for a second, because there's a lot of that running through my mind in the past month. Um, I, as you start a business, right, and I'll just speak to the creative side of my business for now, but there was this drive to to add more, be more, do more, all of it. Either it's on social media or is it building my client base up? And I just fell into that for a long time. And in the past month, 
in realizing there wasn't space anymore for that creative, creative side, I surrendered to the business and this weird sense of like, I am not going to mark it out. I am not going to push myself to create some crazy social media marketing plan to do this, to do that. And just to sit back and take in whatever is coming at me at the moment. And, and that's not going to be always for me, but sure. that, that is that surrender piece that I realized, okay, this is what I need to do for this time. And, um, it's been, but you very needed to create space, right? You needed to just yeah, like pause and just, you know, yeah, I, I have a friend going through this kind of like, uh, more and more growing, growing. Now I've created this machine and I've got it. And it, and the thing that just keeps coming up for me for her is like, I think you just need to like pause for a minute. Like, no, but you're not going to lose your spot. This isn't a race, you know, there's no timeline in building these beautiful businesses that serve others. Like we need to nourish ourselves and our creativity and our bodies and make sure that we are available to serve our people in the best way possible and surrendering and just like the surrendering to know that there is, there is endless abundance, you know, um, I think it's hard, you know, when you're holding onto it so tight, Mm -hmm. I am guilty of doing this. It's kind of like my MO when things get hard. It's like, I hold on to things really tight and get a plan and do a plan. <laughs> and, harder. Yeah. 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 And I, and I wanted to add, I do think as you start something, especially a business, there is a piece where sure. you do have to work this quick pace to get a, a foundation set because it is a lot of hard work sure. yeah. doing that piece. And then there's a sense of, Hey, I have this little foundation set and let's not build too quickly on it. Now let's, now we have the time to step back and get to enjoy that surrender and get to enjoy, um, dreaming and deciding and filling yourself up so that then when you build on that foundation, it comes from this beautiful space instead of this frantic, you know, place. and so that has, that has been my surrender lately. And it's been interesting, because there's a creative piece that's coming up now with my clients where before I didn't have that of just sitting there having time or doing my own yoga practice and then having this spark. I know we've talked about spark before, but hmm, you know what? I think that would really sit well and integrate well with what this client needs. And then it is creativity in a different way, right? Because it's this yoga creativity of a flow oh, or yeah. breath work or meditation and bringing it to them. And then there's just, I'm just enjoying it, the process so much more than before. And it's, I don't know, I just love that surrender piece right now. It's a big, big thing for That's me. That's awesome. Hard I, to do though, right? <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um, part of my, um, platform here is, um, I believe, uh, I, I want to give permission, permission to people to play and rest Mm -hmm. and seek and seek the things that delight them. And the resting part is in there, not because I've mastered it and I'm telling people how to do it the best way possible. It's because (laughs) (laughs) it's because probably it's the thing I need to work on the most, you know, surrendering to what I need and nourishing myself and putting myself first, um, and pulling back. And so also listening to not only yourself, but like, what is your family saying? You know, like we want to build these businesses and have them sustain our, 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 and nourish our families. But if, if they're draining us and depleting us and we're only showing up to our families depleted, then what's the point here? Right. (laughs) You know, like what's, what's the actual point? I want to build a business that is like rooted in, um, serving others and also serving my family to their highest ability, my highest ability too. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like surrendering, there's a thousand different ways that we can do that. Surrendering perfectionism, like letting go of things, you know, holding on too tight to things. Um, it's a work in progress always. Right. And it's an ebb and flow. Like we work really hard, we build, and then it's really important for us to just like pause and look around and be like, okay, 
Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've gotten someplace, you know, and not just like get so used to the building, building, building where, that we don't even appreciate what we're, what we're actually do, where we've made it to, you know, yeah. COVID specifically for me has allowed, like, it's been a year. So it's been, a, <laughs> I know, right. Oh. It's, it's so wild. And also it's, it's, I think if we allow it, it's really easy to be like one, one year, like one slice of time, we're able to look and like, where were we, where are we? And I, I just think, um, yeah, I think everybody can speak to surrender during these last, this last year. (laughs) Oh, definitely. And, and you said something that just sparked something in me of, of, of play and then COVID and the year. And I think you and I both have young kids. And so there is a piece of surrender where you have to give up into the play of little kids. Right. And so we had our daughter home more than we ever expected. Like every one of us. And there was this piece of like, well, I have work to do, but then this surrendering into the play. And we have played a lot this year in all different kinds of ways. And I think you probably got that um, stop motion picture, maybe from playing. I, I want to know about that, but um, I learned too, and I'm sure you know this, but in the nerves of our body, in the nervous system, when you play, the stress response cannot run through at the same time in your nervous system. And so there's there's that surrender even into play where it rests your nervous system. And so then you're not, I think creativity then comes from that lack of stress response, right? Yes. Stress running through the nervous system you can't open up into that creative piece. I mean, it's at times, like, I think. Oh, I think you're a hundred percent. I, I yeah, love that. So play while is you, such a great part. While you're talking, it's reminding me about like, like, okay. So I actually schedule time to play with my kids. We call it mama playtime, hashtag mama playtime, <laughs> because um, I'm a stay at home mom. And it, it's, it's really easy for me to be like busy, busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. Yeah make, you know, go do your thing with your brother. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. totally. And so we have mama playtime, which has forced me to like playing with kids is boring sometimes. (laughs) The imaginative play. I I have a daughter and like playing dollhouse. I'm like, Oh my goodness. (laughs) I remember a friend of mine had a daughter. This is way before I had kids. And I remember her being like, I don't like playing with my kid. Like, I don't know how to play with my kid. And I remember thinking like, what? It's your kid. Like, shouldn't you be able to play? And now I like feel like such a fool for even thinking that because (laughs) like, I get it. But for a while, like my kids are really into Legos. And so for a while, when we first started doing mama playtime, they had this expectation that we would like build and then we would like, like Mm -hmm. do like a playing with it. (laughs) My daughter did that too with our Legos. So I started being like, building is playing, building is playing. This is how mama can play. Like this, like building (laughs) is playing. So don't be disappointed when, when our time's up, like I even set timers. So I'll be like a half hour, you and I like, we'll play, we'll do this to try and fill up their tanks. But yeah, that stop motion. It started with leg with. Lego. I was wondering about yeah, that. <laughs> it totally did. I was so playing fun. one day. I was playing one day, and I was just like, you know, stop motion has always been a little bit. Um, it, it's been intriguing to me, but I've never. I never took the time to understand. Like, I always thought it took more than what it does. Like, I just have an uh, an app that does the work for me, and all I have to do is like set it up and do it. Um, so. I did it with the kids, like to figure it out. We just did it and, and made some scenes and now it's like off to the races, Yeah, but it's really fun to incorporate, like for me specifically in my brand, like I'm trying to always kind of every once in a while, well, while I'm playing with my kids, I'm kind of always making things like the last time I played Lego, I mean, Play-Doh, I like built a a piece of cake with like a whole bunch of sprinkles on it. And, (laughs) and I, and then I like sliced it and I was like, Felix, this would be a really good stop motion video. And he's like, oh yeah, let's do it. You know? So like (laughs) bringing them in. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really playing 
Like I can play, like, I know how I can play. It doesn't necessarily like, like line up with how they can play, but it's getting better because we're starting to, they're getting older and they're starting to really like understand, like we're practiced at it now we're, Mm -hmm. we're practiced at playing because we do. Yeah. We're doing it all the time, but I think playing and in regards to like playing for my, my brand kind of pillars, I think that like anything that is joyful is play for adults, right? Like it doesn't really matter what, it doesn't have to be playing with toys. Like, (laughs) you know, one day my husband and I were snowshoeing and I was like jumping down the hills. Like we had walkie talkies and our kids are in the house and we're just (laughs) like snowshoeing around feeling like we just like are acing parenting at this point, you know, (laughs) like we moved to the woods, nobody's around. They've got walkie talkies and we are out, you know? (laughs) So, um, cause we don't have much like babysitting support up here. So, uh, I was like jumping down a hill on my snowshoes and I was just like, Oh my gosh, I can feel it in my body. Like it feels, I feel so joyful and playful right now. And I was just like, more of this, please, more of this. Yeah. Oh, I would love for you to tell the last time we recorded, um, Mm -hmm. you told uh, a little story about what you use plants for sometimes. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And actually it's great timing because I just bought a new plant. Uh, So this is something I started when I first started working in office for as an event manager is that my boss gifted me a plant as I took on a new position. And so I just kept that plant at my desk and watered it. And then from then on, every time I had this fun, new, not even fun, sometimes new uh, life change or a new job, I would buy a new plant because it like showed me the picture, right? Of what I was doing as I started, it was so baby. It was just teeny tiny and And then over the years, you watch it grow and get nourished and the same thing with whatever you're doing with life. So I have, I have one for when I had a baby, I have one for when I started my yoga business, one broke my heart because I bought it when we first bought our house. And a couple months ago, it just had fulfilled his life. And I had to (laughs) let that go. It had been such a piece of me for so long. I mean, I bought it when it was a three foot tall um, bird of paradise, tropical plant. It was reaching my nine foot ceiling here in my (laughs) office. Like it was my friend. That sounds so weird to say, but it was like a part of me. And I had to mourn it for like a week that I had to pick that plan out. And so I just now bought a new plant and it feels funny because I'm like, what is my, what is this new, have I taken on a new job or a new like lifestyle thing? And it was no, just kind of replacing that one. So maybe there's something coming up and that that plant will represent for me. Um, But yeah, it's been fun. And so I just encourage anyone who wants this almost like this picture of your growth because you can't see it when you're in the work right a lot of times yeah it just is like weird when you're doing especially when you're working for yourself or you're right and the list you don't see it yeah the list of things that you want to get done is endless right so it's like the job is never done and I love how a plant can show you your growth without without you you know (laughs) just so easily I think that's beautiful so I'm so glad um that we uh that, that I, I've just always held that, like from the last time we spoke, I just think that's a beautiful, um, nourishing activity for, mm-hmm. for your life. So thank you for that. I appreciate yes. it. <laughs> All right. Well, this was awesome. Um, can you tell everybody where we can find you? Yes. You can find me on social media at Stacy joy yoga. And that Stacy is with an IE, um, or stacyjoyyoga.com. I have a few resources on there and I'll be building that up, um, starting in August, more resources for you to just find stress management tools or trauma, healing, soothing tools, whatever it is. So that's where you can find me. Do you have a YouTube channel? I do. I started that and now I'm creating a little bit of space from it. So I will start, um, one video a month on YouTube and there are a lot of, 
almost yoga therapy. So you can find one when you feel anxious or one class when you feel depressed or different things like that. So that's Stacy Joy Yoga. You can just find me on YouTube on there. So I'd love to see you there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this chat. I loved it so much. I hope you feel great now. Um, <laughs> you were saying you're feeling a little tired. But I, I know. Hope, I feel good. Uh, yeah, this was awesome. So thank you so much for your time. And um, you for we'll having talk me. soon. Okay, bye. All right, you guys. So I told you, she's a beautiful human, isn't she? I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if anything really connected. Were you labeled as a creative early on? DM me. Tell me. Tell me what label you got. Were you labeled as the creative or the not creative? Did having that label change who you are? Did not having that label change who you are? I would love to know. I was obviously labeled as a creative and I've always been a maker. And I wonder if you are too. So come on over to my Instagram, Coco the Inspirationist, and let's have a conversation about it. Honestly, I could talk about this all day and I I wish there was more ways to connect personally with you guys because I think these are important conversations. I think the more we pay attention to our creative selves, the more we love and linger and nourish and just kind of be in our creative selves, the better we are for it. One last thing. If you found this episode or any of the episodes so far interesting, resonating, inspiring, do you think you could share it with a friend? That, I heard, is, is how podcasts grow and audiences grow, is literally word of mouth. And I was wondering if you could do that for me. Send them my way over to my Instagram. Like I said before, I really believe in showing up only in a few places really, really well. So come find me on Instagram. I'm here on the podcast every Monday and every Thursday, and I can't wait to connect. Oh, Felix has something to say. Have a great week. Guys, can you do me a favor? Can you review Mama's podcast? It will be a big help. You're the best. Thanks so much. Okay, bye.